Welcome to Cinema Scene right here on Gardner Web University Radio, WGWG.org. I'm Noel T. Manning II, hanging out with Jeff Powell, talking movies, talking Woo-hoo. Oscars. Oscars. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great on this, uh, as we sit down to record, Friday morning. It is, yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful, uh, been a beautiful week here in Boiling Springs, North Carolina. We've had some uh, beautiful sunshine. Yes, uh, we it's have. It's been very unseasonable. been been yeah. very un-January. Uh, it's a little brisk this morning. Yeah, but, this uh, morning uh, we're getting back to the uh, to the norm. winter. We're yeah. getting back to winter. But it should be for January. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, some good 72, 73 degree days. And, uh, and now we're back to like 32, 34. And yeah. then, well, know. I think we'll have a high today pushing 50 degrees. Yeah, That's yeah. not too yeah, bad. Yeah, the weekend's going to be about the same. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're out there, that's your weather report right here. I was here about to say the, the weather report. <laughs> <laughs> the weather report on WGW. So uh, enjoy yourselves. And if, uh, if it's too cold or it's too hot or if it's just right outside, but you still want to do something different, like go to a movie. Watch a movie. Watch a movie. Uh, it is uh, award season, and uh, it is it's really the Super Bowl of award season. Ooh. We are gearing up for the Oscars. Uh, so every... do you get chicken wings when you watch Oscars? Well, you know, some people do. Some yeah. Some yeah. But there, are, there are Oscar parties just like there are Super Bowl parties. Uh, yes. And um, and there's, you know, uh, if, if you are into the uh, Las Vegas-style gambling there is gambling on Oscar winners and Oscar losers, just, just as there, like the Super Bowl, just like the Super Bowl or any kind of sports. Yeah. Um, and there are some odds-on favorites uh, for for some of these as well. But uh, to me, there weren't. Um, I, I don't. There were not any uh, big surprises. There were a couple that I thought may make it in there who did not. Uh, and I and some people call them Oscar snubs. I don't. And and I we can talk about that. If well, you, you, know you why. can't pick everybody. I exactly. Mean, yeah, and I, well, we'll go ahead and dive into that. I, I think you know some people that don't understand the process are those that want someone else mm-hmm. to be nominated. Oh, they got snubbed, you know. And the one that uh, there are a couple of them that I've heard, and, and they've used the word snubs. I will not anymore. I've used it three times, but not in the sense that you think I have. <laughs> uh, Finding Dory was not nominated for uh, best animated picture. Uh, some figured it would. I, I do think uh, it, it, you know, it should have been. I mean, there were some uh, great ones that were nominated, uh, including uh, my favorite animation film, uh, animated film of the year was Zootopia, mm-hmm. uh, which definitely should have been in there. Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings got nominated as well, which was really inventive, oh, okay. quite unique, um, a, a different kind of animation that um, that I would I would highly recommend uh, checking out. But that was a, a surprise for some people. And uh, Amy Adams not being nominated as Best Actress for uh, Arrival was a surprise to some. But, you know, it, it's, it, it's all about, you know, um, opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody has different opinions. And you have, uh, you know, people that, that are, are, are pushed uh, on you as a voting member of whatever organization. I get a chance to vote in the Critics' Choice Awards every year. And from October until really Christmas time, um, there are DVD screeners, mm-hmm. there are private screenings set up, there are books and all sorts of other things that are sent your way to try to remind you, hey, check out this film, right. check out this, uh, consider this particular actor or actress. So and, some of the decision making comes down to how um, the um, producers of the movie, how willing they are to kind of push for it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, and it is a, it's a, a campaign of spending a lot of money to try to get your film recognized, try to get your um, and your film is recognized by not just picture of the year nominations, but also technical categories mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the acting 
categories yeah. as well. So it, it, it's a money-making thing. I mean, many of these films, uh, I'll, I'll run down the list uh, of the uh, the top 10 Best Picture nominees. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. You know, Many of these are not showing up as the top 10 box office mm-hmm. of the year, and we'll talk about yeah. that. But Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, uh, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight uh, were all the nominees. So nine nominees for Best Picture. I uh, talked to a film class last night, and most the most that any of them had seen were three of these. That's so, probably... I may have seen less than three yeah, of those. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but three yeah. out of the nine are, are the amount that most of them had seen. We'd and see. those that um, Arrival um, and Hidden Figures and then uh, La La Land uh, were the three. Now, the, the, the fourth pick was Hacksaw Ridge. So mm-hmm. those are the four out of the nine that most of the people, the people had, had seen. seen. Yeah. yeah, Others, uh, some had never even heard of them. Uh, there's a couple on there I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so you know, the question I get asked a lot is, Okay, if these films, you know, haven't been seen by the general populace, mm-hmm. how do they get chosen as the best of the year? Well, in awards during award season, unless it's like a People's Choice Award, mm-hmm. it's not about the popularity contest. It's it's really about artistically what stands out. And there are so many different awards groups. There are critical critics awards groups. You've got the, the Golden Globes. You've got the Oscars. But you've also got um, focused film awards like yeah. uh, the editors, the ACE awards, and those are focused on um, the, the best editing of the year. You've got some that are bo- uh, focused on the best sound design. So all of those things come into play during Oscar season, especially because many that would vote in those other organizations know technically what best fit screen actors mm-hmm. guilds another one of those voting all the best actors mm-hmm. so this is really about the artistic merits yeah. of the films not the popularity if it was about popularity just take top 10 box office give them awards I oh mean, yeah yeah know, absolutely yeah i mean you know too easy yeah you'd have rogue one you'd have yeah uh, you know you'd have finding dory yeah. you'd have captain america i mean you know you'd have those films right. as you that's where you've got the people's choice or even uh, the mtv movie awards mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you say. This is a, this is about uh, the art form, and the people who are making the nominations and judging are in the art. There, that is their thing, and so yeah, it's more of um, it's more. Uh, you'll you'll get things that the general public don't necessarily right. see, but but they have merit. And then the thing is that you were mentioning earlier is that people will see that, and then they'll go watch it. Absolutely, yeah, and that's where it makes the money. I mean, you you've got the studios uh, spending up to twenty five million dollars per wow. film. To promote it to Oscar, wow. well, not just to Oscar, but to, to voting members, right. because it, it's a domino effect. Um, the Critics' Choice Awards. This was the earliest that we'd ever done this. Mm-hmm. I mean, normally it happens around the same time as the Golden Globes. This time we did it. Uh, it was around the first of December, mm-hmm. so it actually happened before all the films were released um, that were actually could be considered for for voting because it has to be released um, within the calendar year to be considered. Um, as a as a film, so I mean, we could go all the way up to January. Typically, that's not going to happen. Usually, the films that are going to win are going to be, be those that are released between October and December. Really, those are the ones that are the, that have the most artistic merit. When you look at it, it's it's like 88 percent of those, uh, and that's why uh, and that's why it happens that way is they want to keep these fresh on the minds of the voters. If something was released back in March. They'd have to do a whole new campaign of pushing it back yeah, out there again. Hey, remember people. this. Yeah. Um, there are some exceptions to the rule. Um, several years ago, back in the, I think, 91, um, I don't have my notes with me, but um, 
a movie called Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. was released on Valentine's Day of that year. And um, that movie ended up getting numerous Oscar nominations, even winning uh, an Oscar for uh, Anthony Hopkins as a supporting actor. And he was only on screen maybe 15 minutes oh, really? you know, in that film. But the film was really about about he his relationship with uh, Clarice Starling, uh, Jodie Foster. Foster, and um, and how he helped her to, to catch a killer. But he was only on screen for a limited amount of time, but he hmm. was so powerful. Uh, but that was released in February. Right. And so uh, when when award season rolled around, it was time for the uh, those who were paying the money to produce you know these campaigns. Hey, remember back in February. And so they sent all sorts of things out to remind people, hey, don't forget this film, don't forget this film. And it worked. Mm-hmm. But that normally doesn't happen. It's normally between October and December. And as I'm looking at this list uh, of the, the, uh, the, award, the award nominees for Best Picture, I think all of these were probably released since November. Right. So you're only talking about a two-month right. span. Well, you know, it does, that does remind me that you have um, – the, the the calendar year for movies goes through seasons. Mm-hmm. You get the summer blockbusters, and they're generally speaking a different kind of movie right. than what you see in, in the fall and, and into the uh, I guess the early part of winter. Um, and those are the weightier, more artistic, uh, serious films. Yeah, yeah, the ones that are released during this time period. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and and there are there are exceptions to the rule. Sure. There are, there are a lot of films that that. Many would consider indie films that may may show up in, you know, just a few hundred theaters over the course of of that time. So there's still room for that. I mean, there's some that want to see Oscar kind of films year round, mm-hmm. and you can find them, mm-hmm. but it's a little more difficult. You yeah. have to have to work for it a little bit more than you do if you, you know, summer box office. You know, you're going to see explosions, mayhem, right. mass chaos, car chases, people diving off cliffs, unbelievable stunts, and Cool special effects. Yes. You know all that's yes. going to happen, and that's what you know. It's the popcorn flicks, mm-hmm. uh, and those are those are good in their own merit. I enjoy those as much oh. as I enjoy the artistic films. Yeah, and I would argue that a lot of people enjoy those more. That, than oh, they most do the people art. do. <laughs> exactly. Most people do, yes. and and that's why uh, I remember uh, back as a kid, um, you know, watching the Oscars but not really getting it, mm-hmm. and I didn't really get it until um, until I was in high school. And uh, ninth grade, to be precise, I can actually pinpoint the year because that's when I started taking drama in uh, high school. And I took drama for four years, loved it, actually thought I was going to go into acting. That's where I thought my career path was headed. And, and I, didn't, I didn't follow that because I wasn't good because I was awesome, dang it. <laughs> I was awesome. <laughs> no, um, but, but I remember my drama teacher talking to us about, about the Oscars and talking about there's a there's a difference when it's something you like watching from a hey I just enjoy that for entertainment value compared to how good was this yeah and once she kind of put that in a different spin for me and helped me to get a different appreciation for it um, I started looking at Oscars through a different light and and, and most people I would say most people um, the majority of people probably still don't look at Oscars from that standpoint. They're like, ah, I've never heard of that film. Or they had the party just for fun to try to guess what might yeah, or might. And might I know I have a tendency to go pull for the pull for the movies that I've seen and liked. Right, right. yeah. Not necessarily, you know, the best movie. But right. I saw yeah. that one. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. I want it to win. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, it is a lot of fun, but it's interesting, too. It, it's, um, I love having, um, I've had Oscar parties kind of throughout my uh, young adult life to my adult life now 
And um, it's I love doing that with people who understand film and love film, but also to have people that don't know a whole lot about it. And then you can kind of talk to them, and then they can ask questions, and they can get a deeper mm-hmm. understanding and appreciation for it. Um, I remember uh, Daniel Day-Lewis won for the movie uh, My Left Foot, and mm-hmm. I remember going, okay, that's a film I've never seen. don't even know that I'd have even heard of it up to that point. And, uh, and I was like, I don't even know that I've ever heard of Daniel Day-Lewis. All right. Now I have, you know, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, you know, he's, he's, you know, he is what, whatever Daniel Day Lewis does now, and he picks his movies very carefully. Um, you know, it's going to be something that uh, he will be recognized for, or at least be noticed for. Yeah. And um, I think that's one of the things that can happen during Oscar season that uh, regular audiences can be introduced to people maybe they've never heard of and never never thought about and also introducing to new films and that's what there's what's called the Oscar bump and talking about campaign season you know you talk about the uh, Republican convention or the Democratic convention you always talk about that bump that happens right after that of, of, of people getting interest in those particular parties it's the same way with these films uh, there's a lot of interest now since the Oscars were, uh, the nominations went out this week. So there's a lot of interest in people trying to find out about these films. Mm-hmm. Once the winners are announced at the end of February, that's going to happen even more so. Um, and you're going to start seeing, um, you're going to see these films coming back into theaters uh, if they're if they're not still in theaters. And, or, and you're also going to see uh, the releases spread wider. Mm-hmm. Uh, the date for that is February 26th, if you're uh, keeping count, seven p.m. on ABC is when the Oscars will be taking place. That is a Sunday night, as is tradition. Let me ask you an absolutely brainless question. Why are they called Oscars? Uh, it was actually, they were called, it's called the Academy Awards. Right, but, right, but, but everybody calls them but Oscars. But everybody calls them Oscars, and the, uh, the myth or legend is that um, somebody years ago saw the statue and said, that looks like my Uncle Oscar. <laughs> And that's kind of really? how it's okay. stuck. Okay, oh, there you go. Uh, I thought uh, I thought it would be deeper than that. Yeah, not not much deeper than that. I I, I may be off slightly, but that's uh, that's More pretty or less, close. That's yeah, the, yeah. That's yeah. The deal. And yeah. Uh, and if and if I'm completely wrong, please uh, email us uh, at info at wgwg.org, or you can just find us at Cinema Scene on Twitter as well. Cinema Scene USA on Twitter. Cinema Scene USA, USA. Talk. What is it? I think there's a talk Film in there talk. somewhere. No, right? I think it, well, I think that's what it's just called. Okay, you know what? Email us and there we'll you send go. you the exact Twitter handle. Sorry. It's relatively new. But at WGWG is another great way yes. just to find us. And you can find us and you can set us straight when we've gone wrong. <laughs> exactly. So what, what are your predictions or what do you think we should be looking for as we uh, sit down and pop the popcorn and, and watch gotcha. the show? Well, predictions, I actually wait until the uh, week off. Oh, it's too early. Because there are a lot of things that can happen between now and election day, or, yeah. or now and uh, the the time that right. uh, because because there's a lot of push. I mean, right now the the big movie everybody's talking about is La La Land, the musical. Yes. Fourteen nominations um, and that ties the most. Um, Avatar was one one of those. Uh, Titanic had a huge number of nominations as well. But you don't normally see this many nominations. Mm-hmm. It, it it has done well in the um, in the earlier awards. It has uh, season. Oh, absolutely! Uh, Critics' Choice Awards. It it did incredibly well. Uh, Golden Globes. It was seven wins, which was huge. I think it was you know seven for nine. Um, you know, once again, don't have my notes here, but I know it won a seven won seven awards uh, for the Golden Globe. So yeah, it's been the one you talking about momentum. You know the, the domino effect. Um, for people voting, they do go back and look at what other people right, nominated. Right. They all, they go back and look at what other people won for. Mm-hmm. 
And that does have an impact. It does have an impact. And uh, they also look at what other critics are saying. They look at what audiences are saying. All those things play into it. And where they really play into it, I wouldn't say necessarily on the voting end, but they play into it on the viewing end. Um, For me, uh, during uh, award season, uh, I can get upwards to 100 screeners or screening Mm -hmm. opportunities for Mm -hmm. films. Mm -hmm. I can't possibly watch watch all (laughs) of those within the voting period. I can't. There's no way. So for me, it's a triage aspect. I look at those. I do look at those that have actors or actresses or directors uh, or or crew members that I like. Oh, I know them. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, I like what they've done previously. So that automatically goes up on my list of something I want to see. Yeah. But I also look at what others are saying about it, what kind of buzz is there about it. And that will also move things up and shift things up. So this is where the uh, the studio execs, where their campaigns really come into play, is they really have to find ways to to push those films for you to even watch them. Mm-hmm. Because once you watch them, that's when that's when the decision is all yours. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, um, you know, there's a, there are a few films that uh, that didn't show up that I was pushed to watch, and I watched them. I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's that's definitely going to be kind of a wild card film for me. I loved it. Maybe not the best of the year, but I'm glad I watched it. Right. And ultimately, that's you know they, they do want you to give them awards, but they want you to watch it and want you to see it and want you to talk about it. because. And it's the other that. thing they want is when the next movie comes around yep. that has that director or that actor yep. or that crew member, you'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that other film, and you'll pay yep. it more attention. Yep. Maybe on one of these shows, Jeff, if you're not talking, we can talk about the impact on – the, the impact a nomination has on the filmmakers because that's a whole other show. Well, and you do see that a lot of times you'll see, you know, nominated for, yep. which of course means they didn't win, yep. but yep. yeah, it's still very notable. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, it, it, I don't know if we mentioned this, but, but two of the nominees we've actually had on cinema scene before. Yeah. Uh, one of them was a former uh, Oscar winner, Octavia Spencer, mm-hmm. who won for the help. We had her on the show uh, when she was nominated for the help. And I remember talking to her then about, okay, what has this nomination done for you? Mm-hmm. She talked about the impact of automatically people recognized her name. Yeah, name recognition. Um, also a guy, um, James Cromwell, who was nominated um, for Babe. Um, I'll give you a tease on that, but but I had a chance to have a, a good conversation with him a, a few years later after the nominations had happened and after you mm-hmm. know he, had, he didn't win, but he got nominated. And he got to talk to me about how important that was for his career. This guy was, he, he was already in his, you know, 60 or so at the right. time. And so he was farther along in his career, but he said that changed his career. Changed path. everything. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, uh, let's do a show before mm-hmm. the Oscars talking about mm-hmm. the impact on Oscar, the impact of getting an Oscar nomination or win on the filmmakers. Uh, and speaking, you know, name dropping of people that have been interviewed on cinema scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a fella in who's nominated this oh, year, yep, right? Absolutely. Who you just interviewed not that yeah, long ago. Mahershala Ali for the movie Moonlight, which uh, received uh, several nominations, including uh, Best Picture. Uh, we had him on a few weeks ago, and so that's archived. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on SoundCloud mm-hmm. if you want to, to to find that. It's a it's a great interview. He was wonderful. It was a great interview because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just incredibly nice. Uh, took took the time out of his busy schedule. Uh, and at that time, uh, when we uh, interviewed him, he had uh, it was the weekend of the Critics' Choice Awards, so he had not even um, won that award yet. Right. But there was a lot of buzz about how good he was. And uh, and, I, and uh, I did vote for him, so just so you know that, he, he received my... Uh, and he's a rising star now. He's he getting more, I mean, you know, 
not yet a household name, right. but he is getting more and more name recognition and opportunities to be in different films and things. And, you know, he's a person to watch going forward. Absolutely. And he's a face that people will recognize. You'll, yeah. you'll see him and go, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. And you might say, wonder where have I seen him? Well, he's he was on a few TV series. Mm-hmm. If you are familiar with uh, House of Cards, mm-hmm. he was a regular on House of Cards. Uh, also, he really made his um, uh, kind of his his TV debut with a TV show called The 4400, mm-hmm. and he was a regular on that. And uh, once you see him, you're like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. This past summer, uh, he, he played a role that uh, I thought was an incredible supporting role on a Netflix series called Luke Cage. So he's mm-hmm. part of the Marvel Universe. He was a he was a villain and a half. Let me just tell you that. And uh, he was he was fun to watch just because of his just pure evilness. But it was uh, it was there was a humanity to his uh, to his villainy. Right. And uh, he did an incredible job with that. So he's a yeah he's a rising star, a rising name. He's going to be busy. Uh, anything else you want to add to the uh, upcoming Oscars and the list of nominees that just came out? Yeah, I will. Uh, let me just mention uh, as far as the uh, the Best Picture uh, nominations, I'll give you uh, three, four to watch, four mm-hmm. you need to watch mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't yet. Uh, watch Hacksaw Ridge, yeah. a Mel Gibson directed film. Mel Gibson's back in the spotlight again, back as a Best uh, Director nominee. Yeah. He'd kind of fallen out of favor for He'd a while. He'd fallen out of favor but... for a long time, but well-earned for this. Uh, Hidden Figures, still in theaters, um, and was just released just a, a few weeks ago. It was the first movie to knock off Rogue One as, uh, a, as a number one film for the box office. And, you know, I hear a lot of word of mouth about this film. People, um, so I think it's probably doing unexpectedly well at the is. box office. Yeah, doing very well at the box office, and uh, I, I would highly recommend seeing that. That's still around. La La Land, uh, check that out. And, a, and an indie film that not a lot of people saw, and it's probably going to be difficult to find it, but if you can, by all means, check this out. Uh, the movie's called Lion, and um, it is uh, based on a true story of, of a kid who was uh, separated from his family and um, in, uh, in uh, India and uh, ended up um, living in Australia for most of his life, raised by an Australian family, and uh, the film follows him through several, several stages of his life, including his childhood. But the adulthood aspect of it is where he wants to reconnect mm-hmm. with this family, and he has no memory of exactly what was the name of this this city he was from. Mm-hmm. He remembers it, but it was the dialect was different, and mm-hmm. so you see him trying to retrace and find out where he was from. So finding out who I am, uh, a powerful story, and he uses Google Earth to do that. And so the obsession becomes um, this incredible part of, of who he is, and he does um, find a way to um, trace where his family was. And mm-hmm. I'll kind of leave it at that, but uh, I'm not going to say if he finds them or not. That's kind of up to you. I'm not going to give away anything, but Lion... Uh, is an amazing story, and the kid in that young kid, um, I mean, would bring you to tears. Uh, he is that good, and to me, uh, the the best acting of the year actually came from children this mm-hmm. year. Didn't get nominated because it just it rarely happens. But um, the uh, the kid from the movie uh, Monster Calls mm-hmm. um, was the best acting job of the year for me for wow. any category. Wow. And uh, that's a film that's on my list as the, one of the best of the year. Okay. Well, that's it for uh, this week's show. Uh, Again, if you have any comments or questions or, heck, funny jokes, just let us know. Send us a line at info, I-N-F-O at WG, wg wg.org.